We've been talking about this story because it is important, and it's uh, not the story we want to be talking about. It's a story we have to talk about. A teen killed. It's the second stabbing on a Surrey public transit bus in two weeks. RCMP now say there's no connection between these two, but we do know that a 17-year-old was rushed to the hospital after being assaulted last evening, died of his injuries sometime this morning. That is a 17-year-old with a whole life ahead of him that died because of a stabbing on a public transit bus. And yes, there have been warnings about violence and about an increase in violence and an uptick in such knife attacks in recent weeks. But now this, and when is it going to stop? When does it come to a point where it's not just words, it's not just uh, a radio talk show host uh, expressing some sort of anger. And by the way, this is not just radio talk show anger. This is the anger of a father, a family man, a Surrey resident, somebody that takes occasional public transit. And it is not acceptable. People rely on that. They deserve to feel safe when they take a bus. I want to bring in another angle to this with Brad West, mayor and chair of the Mayor's Council uh, on transit public safety for its comments on transit public safety. Brad West, uh, thank you for uh, being with us uh, to talk about something that nobody wants to talk about, but we have to. Thanks. Thanks for having me, and I, I couldn't agree more um, with your sentiments. Uh, I'm a dad to two young boys, and uh, the thought of uh, losing a, a child who has their entire life ahead of them is, um, you know, it's just, it, it breaks your heart. Uh, and as you said, it is just completely unacceptable. One incident like this is one too many. And, you know, whether it's people just going to a Starbucks to get a coffee or walking down the street or taking public transit, it really doesn't matter where it is. Uh, people deserve to be safe. That is not too much to ask. And with increased frequency, uh, that is being challenged in our region. And it is a problem and it needs to be addressed, as you said, not just with words, uh, but with meaningful action that would make a difference. Some of that meaningful action might be, and I don't know if it's going to be the full answer because it seems like such a problem has to be fought on many different fronts. But what about the services that we know that people need if they are a risk to the public? Do you think that those services are available, readily available, or do we have it wrong? From my perspective, this is such a multifaceted issue, and it has taken some time to develop. And the hard part is it's probably going to take some time to unwind and get better. Uh, let's run down the list. From my perspective, first off, uh, we need to increase resources to our, our police officers to make sure that we have uh, increased police presence uh, in in public areas. I mean, it's one of the things that been very strong on as a mayor in Port Coquitlam. We want to see uh, our police officers present. We want to see them visible. Uh, we want to make sure that they have the tools and the resources they need. Uh, we need our courts and our justice system, and I use the word justice loosely, unfortunately, Bruce, uh, needs to take this seriously. So that means that when you're a repeat violent offender, you don't get put back out on the street over and over again. Uh, it means that the federal government needs to get off its behind and fix the problems that it created when it passed Bill C-75, 
which instructed the police and courts to favor release over detention. Because you know what? Some people do need to be detained. That's the reality. And you can, you know, this is not about the lack of compassion, but compassion is a two-way street. Compassion for the people who have been victims, compassion for their families. How about where's that compassion? And so there are some people who, when they commit crimes, they need to be detained. That, that needs to be what happens, not this, uh, you know, back out, uh, a, a rap sheet as long as your arm. Uh, people have had enough. And quite frankly, so have I. It's that, it's all of that, it's mental health, uh, you know, it is unwinding all of these issues that have been allowed to fester over a number of years. You know, uh, we're talking with Poco Mayor Brad West about uh, this latest incident in Surrey. Second, this month, a stabbing that resulted in the death of a 17-year-old this time, also a throat slashed, and luckily, magically, thankfully, a person survived that attack back at uh, back on April 1st. Uh, we're talking about these terrible attacks and what happens with our justice system. Now, not knowing the details of this case, because we don't, it's just happened. He just passed away this morning after injury suffered last night, the 17-year-old. But we do know there is a system, and I think you really underscored it, Brad West, when you said that uh, we have a problem when people are caught and released. But it's not even being released. I think they're being released without even any proper connection to getting services, so they do not repeat. What's going on there? You're absolutely right. It's a massive system failure. And look, it seems to me like there's a larger societal problem here. Um, You know, people, unfortunately, you know, will get into disputes with other people, maybe even have arguments. But we've got to a point where with increased frequency, it's not just that someone exchanges words because, oh, you, whatever you got someone bumped into you or, or whatever it is. I'm not speaking about this situation that just happened yesterday specifically. We don't know the details. But I'm just making the observation that now instead of there being an altercation or someone exchanging words, someone pulls a knife and stabs someone, you know, or, or you know, beats the hell out of them. I mean, this is a, a symptom of a societal sickness. And so it's going to take a, a whole bunch of work to turn that around. And I think, again, we're talking about a variety of elements to it. There are people who have mental illness who need help, and they need to get that help in a place where they can be safe and other people can be safe as well. And this experiment that we have done with uh, just having people uh, with no supports on the streets, uh, not uh, getting any sort of treatment, Um, not being held has been a failure. I don't know how, uh, by any objective measure, you can say that what we've been doing is successful. It it doesn't work for the person who's ill, and it sure as hell doesn't work for people who are suffering crimes uh, or victims of crimes uh, because of that untreated mental illness. I mean, that's one component of it. And then there's a whole other piece of it, which is, again, just the absolute failure of the the justice system, and now I'm not talking about mental illness, I'm just talking about people who are bad people. And unfortunately, that exists in the world, by the way. And some of those people who are engaged in in crime, in repeat crime, need to be detained. We need to have a justice system 
that sends a message rather than sends people back out on the street. You know, it's easy to attack a judge, and I don't necessarily want to go there, but I wonder if there is a time where possibly a Crown prosecutor or somebody might have the guts to actually say, what do you think is going to happen when this person ends up back on the street? And have it on the public record. I completely agree with you. Look, I, I, I respect judges, but judges are not God. You know, ju- judges are not um, infallible. They're not, uh, you know, not there to lord over us. And I do think there needs to be accountability because the courts have made some very, uh, in my opinion, bad decisions from a perspective of, of public safety. Now, when that happens, it becomes the federal government's job and our, our legislators' job to fix laws. Uh, but we have had some very poor decisions. One of them is the Zora decision that the Supreme Court of Canada decided. Uh, it is one where uh, bail conditions were, were altered uh, to uh, be significantly reduced to uh, favor release much more significantly um, and created a very high public interest threshold to justify prosecution. Um, you know, there is a cumulative impact to all of these things. And pretending that that doesn't have an impact or that somehow those things are unquestionable uh, and can't be part of the equation does the public a tremendous disservice. Did you follow David Eby's news conference today? No, unfortunately, I didn't see He that. did talk about the uptick in violence being unacceptable and the need to address public safety. So this is a recognition. It was also scheduled before we had word that uh, a 17-year-old was going to pass away. So all this was kind of coming to light. But this is an issue that's there. But where does the action from leadership lie? Is it at the provincial level? in terms of uh, supports, maybe? Or is that the federal level or even uh, mayors like you? Who do we blame? (laughs) Well, again, I think it's been a collective failure. Uh, And more importantly, there's a collective responsibility now to to get right. So as a mayor, what can I do? Well, I can do what I'm doing right now, Bruce, which is to use my voice to try and advocate for the changes that I think are needed to protect people in my community and in other communities. I can ensure that my local RCMP detachment in Port Coquitlam has the resources they need to be able to get the job done. And those are two things that I do as a priority. I also meet with people in my community and talk to them all the time, people who have been victims of crime, and take their stories forward and try and give voice to them and and go to those higher levels of government. And then ultimately, you know, some of those much broader solutions that we're talking, the bigger solutions, the changes to our criminal code, the reform of bail, the supports in place for uh, people with mental illness, that needs to come from the provincial and federal government. It's not a cop-out to say that. That is just the reality. That's the fact. If I could do more as the mayor of Port Coquitlam, by God, I'd be doing it because uh, this is too much. We cannot continue to see families in British Columbia go through this hell. Okay, is this going to be on the agenda? I don't know when the next UBCM is, but uh, when the mayors get together and, you know, come up with a plan for lobbying the province, are you going to make sure it's on the agenda? Uh, Absolutely. I 
commit to the public, I will be doing my part uh, and then some to make sure that this isn't an issue that we talk about for a little bit and then fades away because we've moved on to the next thing. Uh, w this needs to be on the front burner for government until they get it right. Okay. Brad West, always a pleasure. One of these days we'll have you on when we're talking about a lighter issue. That's not today, unfortunately. Thank you for having me.